1: Well, press is full of shit.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show today on a Thursday. And we've got a lot to talk about with horse racing and with sports. NBA playoffs going strong, NHL winding down. And a big weekend at our home track, Oakland Park. Papa Dude, how are we doing today? I'm
1: doing fantastic. What about you?
0: Good, good. And yeah, we've got a lot going on, like I said, and we've got the first race at Keeneland just going off. So if you're betting Keeneland today, you can watch that and watch us. Uh, it's uh, like I said, it's it's a busy, busy time of year. Um, man, I'm, we're taking a break on this show from the Derby a little bit. We, we needed a break, I think.
1: Well, I don't know what else we can talk about right now to you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we're not gonna people. find out on Blinkers Off later on today. Yeah, because uh, we have a, a Derby open them.
1: forum. So yeah, it's kind of a drag week, right? It's kind of a not much going on type it of it
0: should be, but uh you know, people that that's all they're obsessed with right now. So we're gonna give it to them later on tonight. But on this show, we're gonna cover Oakland Park because they're I think it's one of their best cards of the year. Uh, in a year that's been kind of weird at Oakland, but it's our home track they've got two really good races we're going to cover that um and we like i said we've got a lot going on have you enjoyed the nba playoffs so far
1: i have i think they've been fascinating very very interesting some really good games some shockers to me uh yes i I think it's off to a great start we knew it was going to be yeah and then with hockey we've mentioned this two or three times when those playoffs start they're going to be incredible. So yeah, the the NBA playoffs have been really good, I think, to this point.
0: Yeah, it's been really good. And uh, speaking of Oakland, Ron Moquette runs third in the first race at Keeneland with the horse that shipped up from Oakland. Oakland shippers not doing all that well at Keeneland. Yeah, as far as the NBA playoffs go, it's been, it's just been really competitive. Yes. Much more than I thought. Uh, Games have been exciting. So uh, yeah, we're going to get to that here in a little bit. I think that'll be a fun discussion because, like I said, it's really heating up uh, oh. for us right now. And th- these first-round games, some of them that I didn't think would be – like like okay. Golden State lost. Could you believe that?
1: No, you mean Phoenix. No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shocked. Absolutely yeah. shocked. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, even though I have, I have praised uh, New Orleans a lot, I just did not think they could beat beat Phoenix in Phoenix, no. and they did, and they handled them. And so, yeah, that was a, an absolute shock. I've been. If you you want to get into this now, or you want to just wait a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I've been shocked at the way Milwaukee's played. Yeah, they've not played well in either game, and so yeah, the Phoenix loss is unbelievable. That's a, and you know, suddenly they're in a little bit of trouble. Because I don't know the extent of Devin Booker's injury, I haven't checked it because they don't play till tomorrow, so I haven't really looked into it yet. But suddenly, that series could be tough for them to win with if he's out.
0: Yeah, that's the big thing with his injury. It, it definitely makes things a little bit more interesting for sure. And you don't want to lose one you shouldn't lose, and then he gets hurt, and then you got you know you got a couple games you got to win, and he's not out. There. That's going to be big.
1: Yep. And you play one of these teams that that are lesser than you are. The pressure's on you. It's not on them. They steal a game from you on your home floor. Suddenly they're full of confidence. They've got a couple of good players. They've played extremely well since the first of the season. They could get on a roll and pull off a great upset. But, you know, usually in these NBA playoffs, the first rounds are not very good. They're usually pretty easy uh, to pick. Uh, But, you know, we've had some real surprises so far.
0: Well, let's just get into the NBA since we're talking about it. We'll we'll kick off with that. Um, And here we are with what we're going to do. We'll cover Thursday, Friday, and Saturday games on the show here. And we'll kick it off with the Thursday games. That's tonight if you're listening to us live. Uh, The Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is a 1-1 series. Uh, We talked about on Monday how uh, the Grizzlies got upset. They did come back to win. Two-point favorite tonight in Minnesota. What do you think about this one?
1: I think the Grizzlies are going to win this one. I think they woke up. They slaughtered them in game two. uh, Held uh, Minnesota to 96 points. If you hold Minnesota below 110, you're going to win because their defense is not any good. I think Memphis woke up. I love the line, two points. I thought about uh, a second and a half on this one. This is my best bet of the day. I think they cover that easy. I'll be sure if they don't.
0: I agree. Uh, I've got Memphis in this game for sure. I, I think they're going to win this one fairly easily. Uh, let's move on to this one, another another series. It's one-to-one. We talked about on Monday. We thought Dallas would even up the series. They did. Now, now we see. head to Utah, completely different now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as we go to Utah, a very tough place to win seven points is a lot to give. I think Utah wins the game.
1: Can they beat them by seven is the question. Well, again, the key is, is Luka going to play? And he's listed now as questionable. It's been doubtful. Yep. So Dallas has got a decision to make. Do they put him out there? Maybe not 100%. In a game they don't have to win. The game uh, Monday night gave them this luxury. You know, they Mm -hmm. won that game Monday night. So they don't have to win this one. So they could go ahead and rest him another day. And maybe he'd be 100% on Saturday. That's what they got to be thinking. Uh, I kind of think he's going to play, but I'm just speculating. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think the line's too high. I'm Not high on Utah. They don't play well in the playoffs. They just don't. But I'm telling you uh, – uh, Dallas winning that game Monday night was huge, without him. Yeah, it's a series now, so it's just a case of how close is he to a hundred percent? You know, yeah. I would think if he's eighty-five percent, he plays tonight. So uh, that's what we got to watch to see who's if he's going to play or not. But I do think they, I think they beat that spread. I do.
0: You know, I'm going to bring this up. Mark, Mark asked the question here, and this is something. We've kind of talked about privately, but we've never really talked right. openly about on the show. Uh, he asked the question, any more news or rumors about Quint Snyder going to the Lakers? he has been mentioned. Funny how the man got fired from Mizzou for multiple violations in the past. Now he's living the good life as a successful NBA coach. We hated him. We thought he was awful at Missouri. We thought he was a terrible coach. How yeah. shocked are you? Not only did he get an NBA job, because that happens, you know, a coach yeah. from college will get one, but he's been fairly, if not very, successful.
1: He has been successful. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally shocked. Yeah. I him being an assistant, you know, a lifetime assistant, maybe. Sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he may be one of those guys that didn't fit in at the collegiate level. That's possible. I can't see him really being an identify with college players i just don't see
0: yeah
1: no it's hard to tell but on the outside he doesn't look like a guy that'd be a lot of fun no i don't see him as a player's player's coach you know though he recruited very well they always had really good players yes they did and he you know what they haven't been worth a crap since he left no missouri has not been very good for a long time and uh And I'm not, of course, we're openly not Missouri fans at all. I couldn't stand him. Now, I do remember he had a couple of pretty good teams. I think he made it to the Elite Eight the year Oklahoma beat him. I believe that was an Elite Eight game. It was. So I guess he did a pretty good job when you get right down to it. I can't remember who he came in there after. Did he come in there after Mike Anderson or was he before Mike? No, he was before Mike Anderson. Okay, Um, did he was – was he in there after Norm Stewart? Was yes. He- I'm 99% sure he took over after Norm. Yeah, that's Boy, that's been a long time ago. You know what? It has. Just yeah. flies by. Yeah. Um, so I guess when you think about it, succeeding a legend like that, he did a pretty good job. You know, you can't judge a guy by his, by his looks. He is a weird-looking dude. <laughs> he is. Remember that hair and how his hair was always – Yeah, control it. Look, I mean, this is stupid to be talking about this, but I think, his his hair being crazy was part of the deal. Yeah, um, I would think the Lakers could do better, (laughs) but I don't know what's going on in L.A. Let me ask
0: you something though. Yeah, could they do better?
1: Well, you mean as a coach? Yeah, as a coach. He's good got time. a
0: really good resume. He yeah. went to Utah when they weren't that good. Now they're they've been consistently good. I know they're having trouble winning in the playoffs, but that roster is not unbelievable.
1: No, no. I yeah, think it might work. Good job. Uh, do you really? Who? I mean, let's face it. Who's going to hire the coach in LA? It's LeBron.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And so I. You know, I just – I don't know if – I guess it, it'll be up to LeBron. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way towards LeBron James. I like LeBron James. I think he's a hell of a player. I'm beginning to think maybe he has a little bit too much power in Los Angeles, and that's a problem. Yeah. So I I, I guess maybe, maybe he would be good. I don't know. They got problems out there, and it's going to take a hell of a coach to straighten that out.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to get some roster changes, too, out there. But, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely uh, an interesting development for sure. And it's the guy, like I said, we just didn't – you know, we just didn't – I just thought he would just kind of disappear.
1: Maybe yeah. go down a level, Coach College, maybe uh, go down a level. Yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, you know, I don't follow Missouri at all. I guess he did get fired because of the violations, wasn't he? Yeah. Because he he was not uh, winning enough games Uh, now, uh, and they were still in the Big 12 at that Mm -hmm. time. Yep. Um, I really thought when they went to the SEC in basketball, they would do better than what they have. Uh, They've kind of dropped off the face of the map and they were a power there for a long time. Missouri was really good in the Big 12, they were second best. Program probably second or third in the yep. Big Twelve year after year, and they've dropped off considerably. Yeah. so
0: they've they've been bad. They've been,
1: they have, yeah. Hmm. Well, it's anyway. really interesting, interesting uh, topic, really. Yeah, I had not. Yeah, heard it
0: is it, for people that knew. And Mark, obviously, you know, living in Missouri and us living in Missouri, it's like you you knew Quinn Snyder, and this was not what you thought would happen. But
1: uh I always yeah. Knew. I always thought he got the Missouri job because he was from Duke and he I had think. a connection with Coach K. He did. And you know, play. I don't.
0: I think that's a fact. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right.
1: <laughs> and, you know, now they get to thinking about it. He didn't do a bad job at Missouri as far as winning goes. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Dennis and Stephen are are
0: against our pick of uh, Memphis. They're taking the T-Wolves. Stephen says it's a lock. And uh, whoops! And Dennis says T wolves are going to crush as well. I guess Dennis got a new job. Uh, I don't get on Twitter much, so tell well, us.
1: I don't. I haven't. have heard.
0: No, I don't. Like I said, I don't get on Twitter much. So congratulations yeah. if, if it's good. Uh, you
1: bet you. Yeah, explain there, Dennis. might my- Yep. All
0: right. So while while you do that, we'll move on to the Warriors and the Nuggets and Isaac, the resident Warrior fan, saying Stephen Curry. He or Stephen Curry is a little bit banged up, but he's still playing tonight. Uh, they're a two-point favorite on the road against the Nuggets. Do the Nuggets gonna get back in the series tonight?
1: Well, I tell you what, uh, Steph is playing like he's not injured. He scored 34 in 23 minutes
0: mm-hmm. in
1: the last game. The Nuggets haven't shown up in either game. Doesn't surprise me. That's the way they are. Yeah. Uh, if they're going to do anything, it has to be tonight. Uh, this one took me about three seconds to pick, and I – Two points? Are you kidding? The Warriors easy if it, it, unless the Nuggets play out of their minds tonight, and I don't think they're going to. I, I just don't like the Nuggets. I haven't all year. Uh, I think I think the Warriors right now are the team to beat in the West.
0: Uh, making threes helps that discomfort. Mark says he's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got gold to say too. I with you. I didn't take too long to think no. about this one.
1: And thing about it is, Mark, when they're when you don't guard. Uh, NBA players—they're gonna hit threes. Yeah. They're gonna no matter how
0: much they're hurting. Yeah, they're <laughs> gonna
1: hit them. They don't—they don't miss those threes when you don't have a hand in their face. So Denver's gonna have to bring it tonight. This is the—you know—the game when if you're down two-zero, you know, and you're at home, you do usually play your best game.
0: All right, let's move on. I agree. I—I I think I think Denver will play well, but I just don't think they're good enough. And that's all
1: there is to it. So uh, Dennis, Dennis said he told me, but I have not been on Twitter, so I don't, I have not seen it.
0: See? There you go. DMs. Maybe I. you maybe, uh, didn't DM me. Well, maybe you did. I say I don't look at it much. Uh,
1: okay. Let's go on to
0: the Heat and the Hawks. So we'll go on to Friday night's game. The Heat and uh-huh. the Hawks. Do the Hawks make a stand, or do the Heats kind of – or do the Heats, geez, do the Heat do <laughs> – what we think Golden State's going to do, and maybe that sweep Atlanta. What do you think about this one on Friday?
1: Well, I I think Atlanta has played okay. They played really well in the second game, and I'm giving them a pass in the first game because they were coming off uh, two play-in games, uh, and they played the Heat close. That game was close. They 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 made a run at them. I think they have enough talent to win a game, but I they. They're down to win out now. We're have to win four out of five to win the series. Yeah, I, do that. I give them a chance uh tomorrow night in that one. Uh but I uh, what's the line? Point a uh, point and a half? Are you kidding? I'm all over the heat. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the heat are just a little bit better. He burned them out. There you go. Dennis, that's he's coming in strong. He's feeling good today. Uh yeah. yeah. I I think I think the heat. Are just better. Period. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I kind of like Atlanta, but I just uh, I just think the Heat are. Just I like up.
1: Atlanta a lot. Um, they need another piece or two to go along with Trey Young. Yeah. They don't guard very well, and that's a big problem. Well, a point
0: and a half is the theme on Friday. All these games are a point
1: and a half. Wow. Um,
0: this one, Game Three here, the Bucks and the Bulls. Uh, the bucks, you know, they got, they got upset in game two, uh, you know, Middleton sprains the ankle. I don't know. The, are the bucks mm. in a little trouble? I mean, the bulls came in kind of flat to this postseason, but can they have them on the rope, or do they have them on the ropes a little bit
1: now? Well, you know, the bulls are playing like they did six weeks ago when they were playing really well Yeah. and they tanked the last part of the season. I think they were like seven and 16 down the stretch uh, and they were fairly healthy, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, the Bulls should have won Game One. They shot like thirty percent, lost by six points. Uh, the Bucks have been this way all year. They're up and down, up and down, up and down. Jonas is very consistent, uh, but they need help now. The Bulls are are they've got uh, DeRozan is, is really good. I mean, he he had forty one last night. Uh, he's getting some help. Uh, Zach Levine is good. Their center is is playing outstanding. Uh, they need a little bit of that United Center magic to come back <laughs> from the 90s uh, when Jordan was there. They do have the momentum, as Russ says. Um, pivotal game. Pivotal game. If they win this one, the Bucks are in some trouble, I think. Uh, so we're going to see what the Bucks are made of. Uh, tomorrow night, point and a half for Milwaukee. I think I'll stick with the Bucks. Uh, but I have to think about it a little bit more. But right now, off the top of my head, I think I'll stick with Milwaukee.
0: I'm going to go Bulls. I think they're going to win. Uh, I, I really do. I, I I think the Bucks are in a little bit of trouble, and I'm with you. You know, uh, the Bulls. At one time, we we thought, hey, this yes. this is maybe not a team that can win it, but they're going to make some some noise, and then they like said they fell off. So. Yeah. This is interesting. I think the Bulls have them in a little bit of trouble here, so I'm going to go Chicago to get it done. Uh, Let's move on to the last one, the Suns and the Pelicans. I incorrectly uh, said Golden State was lost when I meant the the Suns had lost. But anyway, uh, they go on the road for game three, 1-1 series here. I think this gets corrected in game three. I think the Suns are good enough to go down there and win this one.
1: I do, too. it, it does concern me, though, that they did not play very good in the game one. Mm-hmm. And I thought they would come out in game. I thought they could use the fact they hadn't played in a week as sort of an excuse. And the Pelicans had played a couple of games, blah, blah, blah. And I thought they would come out in game two and romp them. And they didn't. So that's a sign that the Pelicans match up with them pretty good. They've got two really good players, Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum. Are very very good. Uh, the, the the knock on Phoenix is how tough are they? Are they one of those flashing teams? You know my new quote: "Flash, but no smash." Yeah, they may be. I'm not. I've been a little leery of them. All, all love. All, a little leery of them all season. Uh, you would think they would come out of it tomorrow night. They're gonna. They better. You know, the pre- you talk about pressure going to be on you. If you're down two to one and you got game four in the other team's uh, building, I'm with you. A point and a half, you got to take Phoenix. You have to.
0: Yeah. Dennis agrees with you. They, they have not looked good in either game. Mm-hmm. They better in this one. Like you said, this better be the wake up call they needed. And I think no. it will be. I think they get it done. But, you
1: know, in, in, in the game the other night, this game two. Booker had 31 points at the half. Yep. And then he got hurt early in the third quarter, and that was it. Yep. So somebody else is going to have to pick it up. They do have good leadership in Chris Paul. And, you know, I think they'll get it together. I, I will I will be surprised if New Orleans wins tomorrow night.
0: I will be, too. I will be, too. And it's just one of those rare, rare things. You're getting a really good price. And if you would have said, "Hey, before this postseason, hey, in Game Three, Phoenix will be a one and a half point yeah. favorite in yeah. Game Three in New Orleans," you'd be like, "How much can I bet?"
1: Absolutely.
0: So, could just be an overreaction how bad they're playing, but I think yeah. they got the ability to turn it on. And
1: they do. do, they do, but they uh, they better they better do it quick. All right, we'll cover two games on Saturday because I, I don't want
0: to cover Jazz Mavericks and Grizzlies Timberwolves because they play tonight, and in my opinion, right. it's going to change on those games. We'll cover right. two games on Saturday with series that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, the 76ers and the Raptors. 76ers go for the sweep. They're a three-point favorite. Um, last night, incredible game at the mm-hmm. buzzer. Uh, Sixers win it. Do they Do they complete the sweep on Saturday?
1: Well, first of all, how many seven-foot guys that weigh about 400 pounds could step out there and hit threes? <laughs>
0: not, not many.
1: <laughs> this guy is a tremendous basketball player, isn't he?
0: Yeah.
1: He is as good as anybody. He's really and good. I have been shocked in this series. This is one that I thought would go seven. Now, the Raptors have been injured, and mm-hmm. one of their best players was sick, and I think he missed I know he missed one game. I'm not sure about two, and, and one of their other players missed two. I don't know. Really, I don't think he played last night either. So they got some excuses. Uh, I thought they were going to win that game last night. They had him. They couldn't finish him off. Uh, one of their guys missed two out of four free throws in the last minute or so, uh, and then Embiid did an unbelievable shot. Um, I think this is over. Uh, I, you know, you don't see very many teams win game four when they're down three to nothing. You just don't. It's so hard to do. And uh, I don't I, they might, but I think I think Philly closes it out on Saturday. I do too. I, I, I
0: think that was the backbreaker. You know, if the Raptors were maybe going to get back into it. They had to win that game and then they had it won like you said, and they couldn't put them away. I think that was, that was the end of it.
1: Well, and the other thing is the Sixers have gotten some really good play out of their past Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris and even Harden has played pretty good and boy you get those three with Embiid this is suddenly a uh, serious threat to win it all
0: yeah yeah they look really good so far so see if they can keep it up sometimes they kind of look good and then fall off the cliff a little bit so we'll see what happens with them Right. All right, the last one, and this is the most dramatic uh, <laughs> just because of the actions of the Nets, but uh, Kevin Durant plays awful in game two. Boston wins. Now Boston's up two games to nothing. We go back to Brooklyn. This is a lot of people thought, hey, we, we could see an upset here in this series. But Brooklyn better get going in a hurry, down 2-0. They're yeah. a three-and-a-half-point favorite Saturday at home. What do you think about, the, uh, about
1: this? Well, you know, they're down 2-0. They could be ahead 2-0. Either says exactly. Boston's made the plays in the clutch, and Brooklyn has not. Yep. I mean, both games have gone down to the wire, and Boston's made the plays, and the Nets have not. Uh, so the, uh, I've always said this, and I'll continue to say this. I would not have Kyrie Irving on my team. I just would not. He is nothing but a distraction. Mm-hmm. Scores 39 in game one, keeps him in the game. Where was he last night? 10 points. Yep. Causes all kinds of shit, you know, flipping off the fans. That is nothing in the world but a distraction. You don't need that. And then comes out and lays a complete egg in a game they got to win. You don't want him. I've always said he is more trouble than he's worth. Yeah. You know, he's missed half the season because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. that's just selfish it's just selfish and that's all it is and so without getting into the political part of it it's just selfish so he's been a problem Durant's been hurt I'll say this the Celtics have taken Durant out of the out of his game yeah and Durant will tell you that I I heard him uh, interviewed this morning and he said they are pushing me out of my comfort zone and he said I've got to figure out out to deal with it. So we'll see. I don't think this series is over yet. I think Brooklyn's good enough to win uh, game three, but I don't know that they can win four out of five. Boston is pretty darn good. They really are. You've got Miami, Boston, and Philly. That's three pretty solid teams. Um, Then you can throw in either the Bulls or the... the, uh, um, uh, what are, where, who are we leaving out? Sixer. No. The uh... the Bulls of Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. They're good, too. So, yeah. as we've said over and over, man, this next round is going to be nails. So, I don't count the Nets out yet. Uh, but, you know, the Nets are only 20 and 21 at home. Yeah. Of course, Kyrie didn't play at home for I don't know how long because – He couldn't because he wasn't vaccinated. So anyway, I I think the Celtics are going to win. I don't know about this game here, though. I may have to pick Brooklyn in this one.
0: I think Brooklyn will make it a series. I I think they'll win this one. But I'm with you. I don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to turn around and actually win the whole series. No. Um,
1: I think they had to win one of those first two.
0: I do, too. I do, too. It's not like you you said. It's awful tough to win four out of five. I mean, that's. That's brutally tough to do. Well, I don't care if it's NHL, whatever. So yeah.
1: when you're I'm, playing a team like that, you better believe it. I kind of feel
0: like Brooklyn is gonna win this one fairly. I, high. High. I think they'll cover the three and a half.
1: Yeah. I, I think I think
0: they're gonna rebound here. So yeah. uh, you know, usually with a superstar player when he has a bad game, he comes back with a big game.
1: I'm looking for him to to have a big game.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he's that good a player.
0: Yeah absolutely absolutely
1: all right let's change gears a little bit
0: and let's go to our home track oakland park and we'll go to the horse racing side of the show now uh and listen we got the apple blossom and we've got the oakland handicap coming up on saturday so while many want to talk about the derby uh we got great racing at oakland and at keelan coming up this weekend and we'll start off with the Apple Blossom. It's kind of one of the marquee events. I think it's the biggest event other than the Arkansas Derby at Oakland each and every year. $1 million, grade one, Apple Blossom handicap going a mile on 16th. We've got a field of five, which on the surface is a little bit disappointing. But it is a stellar field of five. Maracuja, Latruska, Clariere, Miss Imperial, and Cece. Uh, Papa Dude... You know, you were here last year. You were there last year to see Latruska win. Will she make it two in a row on Saturday?
1: Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but other than Breeders' Cup type races, isn't this the highest purse for older uh, females? Uh, I think there might be
0: one at Saratoga. I'm, the personal incident, they change purses on it all the time. Sometimes it's 750 sometimes it's a million. But, yeah, other than the Breeders' Cup, this is, this is the Yeah,
1: I mean, we got a million-dollar race here. Yeah. for older females you don't see that very often i'm a little surprised there's only 5 um any any theories as to why uh,
0: latruska's here i think is
1: you think that's what it is i just yeah think... i
0: mean you know this is a horse that absolutely dominated all year last season only lost twice once was at oakland in the zary she dares the devil beater and then of course did not run well at all at the breeders cup but Yeah. I mean, other than that, she dominated. She was the older Philly or older Philly and mayor of the year last Mm -hmm. season. Um, You know, this year, one race, absolutely dominant effort. I I just, I think that's why they didn't show up. Yeah.
1: Well, I was down there last year, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great. Of course, Monomoy Girl was there. Yes. The Skydiver and Latruska. And I'm telling you, you couldn't pick the prettiest horse from those three. Yeah, they were absolutely uh, beautiful horses, and of course, she upset uh, Monomoy girl, and Monomoy girl ran well, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and Latruska beat her. Um, I handicapped this This one's easy, there's only five, so I, I, you know, I like handicapping five horse fields. Uh, they're not much to bet on, but uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but she's going to go to the front, yeah. And, and and then the others are going to have to catch her. That's basically what it looks like. Yeah. I didn't see any other real speed in this race. So it's simply easy to handicap. It's like, can she hold the other ones off? Mm-hmm. And is she in good form? And so that's what we're going to find out. Uh, let's see. She did win. Uh, she won her last start, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a grade three. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. And it was where was it at Gulfstream? Gulfstream, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, as you mentioned, six out of eight last year, eighteen out of twenty-four starts. I'm not thinking she gets enough credit. Uh, you know, we don't. We didn't ever even hear about her till last year. Yeah. And she, you know, you can do the math. She'd won a heck of a lot of races going into last year. I think she's awesome. I love to watch her running style. I love it. Um, it's just, can she hold off CC? And and Claryer, and uh, the one I don't give the four much of a chance. Yeah. So I think it's between her, Clarier, and uh, Cece. That's that's what I'm going. What about you? I think Latruska is a single in the spot. I agree with
0: Dennis. Uh, he says seven to five is a gift. We're not going to get seven to five on the no, scores. It's no. going to be lower odds than that. But yeah, I think she's a single. Uh, there's just nobody out there that's going to run with her. That's the problem.
1: I think they can catch her
0: no i don't think so either i'm mildly interested in the three clarier um if you remember her from last year man she just hit the board in a ton of races just she does. big races and finally got the grade one win three back in the cotillion two uh, last time out came within three quarters of a length of winning the breeders cup Distaff, but you know, some people look at and say, wow, that's a positive. But, you know, the pace absolutely collapsed in that race. She was the best closer coming into the race. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't able to get it done. So I don't know. That, that was one she probably should have won. And then last time out, a, a, just a romp and an allowance at Fairgrounds. She looked really good in that race. Um, maybe she's getting ready to kind of take that jump forward. If you're going to play an upsetter, I think it's her. I yep. think it's Clarier. CeCe, you know, won the Azari. The time wasn't great. The speed figure wasn't great. I just don't think she can match up yeah. uh, with Latruska. I don't think she'll be able to catch her. Do you?
1: No, and I don't know. I can see Latruska just getting way out ahead, can't you? I don't know how she's not going to be her. I don't, way either. Out of I don't yeah. either. And if she gets way ahead, they're not going to catch her. So one of them's going to have to run with her somebody's going to have to go up there.
0: I guess the four Miss Imperial could be that horse, but we haven't seen a ton of speed out of her, but she's probably the second fastest one in the race. You know, she was second all the way around the track uh, in an allowance last time out, the allowance that Maracuja won. Um, Two back, she did set the pace, but it was fairly slow. Gosh, to me, like,
1: she's couldn't Latruska be five in front of the backside. Sure. I just don't think those other horses are going to let her do that. I, I don't see how they can. Maybe you? maybe CC goes,
0: uh, she, she doesn't, you know, CC doesn't really want the lead, no. but maybe she runs with her a little bit. Just thinking, yeah. Hey, I got to stay within range. Uh, by the way, CC is a former apple blossom winner as well. Uh, glossed over that the COVID year CC came and won the apple blossom. Right. Ollie's candy and point of honor. So pretty good. Yeah, yeah. She's very good. A Breeders' Cup sprint winner last year, Breeders Cup a Mayor sprint winner.
1: So I just don't think Clary Air can beat Latrisca.
0: You would think if she's gonna beat her, they're gonna have to have some pace. And, and there's, there's not enough there's, in there. Yeah, there's just not enough in there. I I, I agree. I kind of wish there was. I, I think it would make it an interesting situation. No. Um, what do you yeah. think about the one? Yeah, so Maracuja, you know, last year was able to upset Malathot uh, in the Coaching Club American Oaks, but the other races weren't great. Uh, They
1: were all grade ones, every one of them.
0: Yeah, and she wasn't really close. She got beat pretty decisively by Clear Air uh, a couple of times. It was a good race from her last time out. Um, I, I don't think she's quite good enough.
1: No, I don't either. So, what do you let's 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 look at what we think the odds will be? Don't you think Latruska's two to five, one to two, probably?
0: I would say one to two. Yeah, that'd be my guess.
1: That's what uh Jackie's warrior was. Yeah, CC four to one, maybe.
0: No, I bet. I bet she's about somebody's got to be. Yeah, I think she's like two to one, honestly. Five yeah, yeah. To two. Okay. I would say Clary is three to one and Maracujas, you know, probably right around five, six to one.
1: And then the other ones, 20 to one, maybe.
0: Yeah. 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 It's
1: yeah. I, I go ahead.
0: Say, to me, I'm going to try to play it straight, two, three. Um, I, I just, there's just not a lot of money you can make here unless you just go big on an exact and play it straight. I mean, and I think the three is better than the other four. Other four in the race. So, and I, you know, maybe we'll get three or four to one if CC gets bet. And so I, I'm going to just go straight to three.
1: Yeah, because you can't go two five. You can't. And make any money, right? Yeah. Unless yeah. you bet, unless you bet a ton.
0: Yeah, and you can't do that.
1: No, no.
0: I mean, you can do that, but you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 going to be a fun race. It's not a great betting race. There's no, no doubt. It's no. it's. Uh, this magic. is
1: one that you go if you're at the track, just to see the horse.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Just exactly. like Jackie's warrior was. It was just to see the horse, and and if you don't like doing that, then you skip this race. Probably, you know. Well,
0: yeah, unless you you know are going to try to beat Litterisk in the spot, and then then you can, but. I I wish that but well, here's the deal with Latruska All year, well not all year, the last let's say three races, she was begging to get beat. She was starting yes. to kind of go down a bit. Yes. And they just they there was never anybody that could really do it. The pace would never be hot enough. And then finally in the Breeders' Cup, it all happened. Mm-hmm. And what sucks about the Breeders' Cup, a lot of us were against her. I was against her. But you know, it was like the Japanese horse. It was like 50
1: to 1, won the race. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, you beat the favor. But, you know, you didn't yeah. have that horse. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think she ran out of gas. No doubt. They she should have. Yeah. They ran her too hard. But that would have been pretty easy to do. She just kept winning. Yeah. You keep running her. And yeah. you make the money while you can.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: so you can't really knock the connections for running she, her. She never
0: from... Let's see. I'm trying to look at her past performances now. From April of 2020 until that race on November 6, uh, 2021, she never got any time. She just ran every 30 to 40 days. Yeah, yeah. So I think this year they're going to work backwards from the Breeders' Cup. They're not going to have that crazy. Yes. Um,
1: well, she's know, over.
0: Yeah, they're not going to have that crazy campaign, and I think they're just going to target the Breeders' Cup and try to win it. Yeah, she's
1: 6 years old now. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times mares start going down and they mm-hmm. lose their desire to run at that age. That's just a a fact. Yep. Now has Ortiz always had her? Uh yeah. I thought yeah. Gutierrez I thought Gutierrez had. Her. Well, Gutierrez
0: does have her.
1: Ortiz is the jockey. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying, okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I thought, yeah, well, Ortiz yeah
0: okay, Ortiz jumped aboard uh, after the Azari, I believe. Okay, yeah. Rosario got her beaten the Azari, and uh, well, Irad. Oh, that's right, Irad got her, and then Irad got hurt right before Belmont card last year. Okay, and Jose Ortiz got her, and they kind of went off and on those two riders. So,
1: well, I, I I'm looking forward to to seeing her. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure I'm going to see her live because Sandy and I are thinking about going to the spring game at, at OU
0: Yeah,
1: just to see Baker. But uh, uh, I'll definitely watch the rerun for sure. Yeah. One of my favorite horses, no doubt.
0: Yeah, and Dennis said, so here's what happened. So with the jockey thing, and I remember this now that we brought it up. Okay, so Rosario rode her in the Azari and and she's a she's horse that's on the lead, right, all the time. He raided her off the lead, and she got beat. Well, yeah. they fired him. But yeah. so Irad I on for the Apple Blossom, and she won, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so I think it was the Wednesday or the Thursday. I think maybe may have been the Thursday before Belmont. Irad got in, got in a, a spill and got hurt. So then Jose took over for a couple of races, and then Irad finally got back healthy, and then he took back over. So gotcha. that's what happened there. Um, and then this year, I don't know why Jose – oh, uh, it was February 26th. I think Irad was out of town at Gulfstream, so Jose got them out. And then I guess they kept him Capimani for this one as well. So the, it's one Ortiz or the other that's going to be on the source, long story short. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. It's going to be a good one. I mean, it'll be fun just to watch her run.
0: Yeah, and Russ says forgot how crazy the distaff pace was. They ran the opening quarter. This is a mile and eighth race. They ran the opening quarter in 21.84 and a half and 44.97. <laughs> so it completely melted down in the Breeders' Cup. Right. Um, last time out, she ran 24.39 and 48.63. For the opening half and our opening quarter and half, and I would say it'll be similar to that in the spot. So. Uh,
1: if it is, it's over. Yeah,
0: I totally agree. <laughs> All right, let's go to our race. It's a little bit more competitive. Um, I, I, to me, this is they, they put it as the feature eleventh race. It certainly is the feature in my mind. It's the Oakland Handicap, Grade Two. Uh, another $1 million race. This one goes a mile and an eighth. We've got a field of eight. We've got your favorite horse, Rated our Superstar, mm-hmm. in the race, coming off a huge win last time out in the Essex. Um, this horse has had trouble winning two in a row. That's the only problem. Uh, did you go with Rated R Superstar here? And if not, who did you go with?
1: Well, no, I didn't. You know, he's 400 years old. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, he can't win two in a row. Yeah, he's nine years old, by the way. Nine years old. Yeah. Has been in every kind of race there is. I'd like, I wish I'd have looked up how many racetracks he's run at. Mm-hmm. You know, this horse is, he's a—it's just an amazing horse. A lot of people thought he was done. Danny Caldwell claimed him and revived his career. And uh, what a great claim it was. Um, I think he'll be a factor. I do. He always is. So you can't totally leave him out. And it looks to me like the two and the six will go to the front. Do you have it that way? Yep. Thomas Shelby will be on the lead. He always is the key will be, can he hold on? And he hardly ever does in big races mm-hmm. On allowances and others. He, he does. So him and Plainsman are going to go out in front. Now, the key is going to be, will Plainsman lay off of him a little bit? Mm-hmm. Which I think he will. I, I think he'll let, he'll keep Shelby within his grasp, but I don't think he's going to run right with him. Do you see it that way?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Now I'm trying to decide whether I like the eight. Good enough at that nine to five price. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, of course, like Pletcher. And he was very impressive in his last race at Gulfstream. So I think it is four horses. No, no, three. Cause then I think rated our superstar, who always comes from the back, will make a late run and maybe get in there for third. So I think two will play himself out. And I, I I think I'll either go with six or eight with rated R superstar third. That's the way I see it.
0: Yeah, I, this is a fun race. I'm so glad Fearless is here, the eight horse. Uh, the thing about Fearless, we followed the source religiously uh, this year at Gulfstream Park. It seems like every every time we had a guide, the source was in the in, in a race somewhere Uh, you know, Pegasus, uh, Fountain of Youth, and Florida Derby Day, he ran all three of those days. The first two races of his year, he ran into Speaker's Corner, who might be the best older horse in training uh, that's currently in training, because life is good as not. And Speaker's Corner has been fantastic. And at a flat mile, a one-turn mile there at Gulfstream, Fearless ran second to Speaker's Corner. Last time out, he gets away from Speaker's Corner. He goes a mile and an eighth, and he just dominated the competition. He could have won by 100. I mean, he, he was awesome in that race. Mm-hmm. Tupper field today, I'm going to bet Fearless anywhere Speaker's Corner is not. And so now that he's gotten away from him again, I think he's going to show up here and run a pretty big race. I'm very excited to see what Fearless can do. And by the way, Speaker's Corner after those two races where he defeated Fearless, went back, went up to Aqueduct and just dominated the Carter. Just beat the hell out of that field. So he ran into a bus all down at Gulfstream. He got away from him and he dominated. He's away from him again. I like Plainsman. I like Rated R Superstar. I like Thomas Shelby, but I think Fearless is just better, especially right now. So uh, I put Fearless on, on top. Another thing, he does have familiarity with Oakland Park. Last year, despite what I thought was a rough trip, he was second by a half length in the Oakland Handicap. He got beat by Silver State, a horse who went on an amazing run. He, this The Oakland Handicap was part of that run. He also won the Met Miles. So Silver State, you know, no, no, uh, no shame mm-hmm. to him last year. So fearless for me, I really like him in this spot. Um, I hope Rated Our Superstar runs well, but I just don't know that he's a match for Fearless.
1: No, I don't think he can win it. This is a little bit too high for him, I Mm -hmm. think. Now, if he does, was this would this not be a miracle? if he
0: was to win this race, it, it would be incredible.
1: It would. Yeah, it would be one of the greatest wins, you know, you know. I don't want to say ever yeah. but a 9-year-old winning a million dollar race at Oakland with this field
0: it it would be incredible it would push his earnings over 200 or 2 million mm-hmm. um it, it yeah he would he would leave Oakland winning 3 of the 4 you know stakes races for older horses yes. he uh, finished
1: uh, finish, what did he finish in the other one like well he finished fifth in the other one he did make a
0: nice run he got way behind in the other he one it was close place. Yeah. yeah, he lost by less than three. And in
1: the, in the I race. guarantee you, he will come running. Yeah, the key will be: does he get too far back before he comes running? You know, and he's run against Thomas Shelby. He, you know, he's he's run against all of these horses except Fearless. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I guarantee he's going to come on. I you can't leave him out of your exotics. I don't think you can i
0: don't think you can either
1: Mm -mm. somebody Uh, asked about idol uh idol hasn't run since what october (laughs) idol has been idle so here's
0: okay if you go to the website now you can find the video preview that i did with magic and uh, magic and i were getting ready to do it and he goes idol i thought they retired idol so here's the story on him two races back he won the Santa Anita Handicap. That was March 6th of 2021. Right. And they said, they said, we're okay, we've got this win. We're going to train him up to the classic. And we're like, what? Well, all of a sudden he shows up in the awesome again on October of 2021. So, okay, we're going to have a prep for the classic. Mm -hmm. Shows up in the awesome again. He gets beat 16 links. He finishes sixth. We thought the horse was retired after this. That's what they were saying. Yeah, they're probably going to retire him. Here he is. I mean, I don't think he's going to run very well. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I can't see I
1: that. can't bet a horse that's been off that long in a race like this.
0: Well, yeah, he's had one race in over a yeah,
1: year. There's no excuse not to prep him somewhere, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a, it's the most odd thing. The horse had been based out at Santa Anita, you know, for over a year now. And now he shows up here for the first race. It's yeah, weird, I,
1: I don't get it. No, I don't know why you would go to all that trouble, uh, all the money involved to ship him. Yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, no. Um, Dennis says
0: that a radar superstar doesn't have Cabrera, and that's right, Cabrera out with an injury. So um, we'll see if Ricardo can take over. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> right. the title is his top pick. <laughs> all right, tell us why. How about? <laughs> We'll start with that. Then uh, it <laughs> says he's got the two, four, eight over one, two, four, eight yeah, over great. one, two, four, five, six, eight. That to me looks like <laughs> just throwing something up, up against the wall and hoping something sticks.
1: <laughs> I think he was counting by twos and he got confused and threw. Like, I think he wanted to go two, four, six, eight, but he left a six out there on that first one. I don't know.
0: Uh, Planesman yeah. for Russ. And okay. he hopes Renadar comes running. Planesman well, is the safest pick yeah that's how I would describe that, yeah because he's always consistent this horse let's see he's hit the board now in one two three four five six seven eight, ten straight races this horse has hit the board,
1: yeah, you gotta put him in there for sure yeah he is
0: he is super consistent i think he is.
1: he doesn't always win, yeah you know that's that's the thing you gotta look at he doesn't always win, but he'll be there. He gives a good account of himself, and he's seven.
0: Yeah. Uh, Steve says, McCracken, the new best sire, blew me up in that last race at Keeneland. Funny, I'm going to say this, Steve. That's two days in a row I've been told the horse can't lose in the second race at Keeneland, or or the baby race at Keeneland. I think it was the fourth yesterday. But anyway, two days in a row in the baby race without this horse can't lose. There's no way. And they lost. Okay. It's a worst. Listen, I would rather never hear this horse can't lose ever from anybody because they always lose.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's true.
0: Uh, are we talking we'll about draft props or saving for next week? I think that's a next week thing.
1: Yeah, seeing see how we're not prepared, Russ.
0: Yeah. Since I don't know <laughs> what they are.
1: <laughs> it would take us too long to find those, Russ.
0: <laughs> yeah, next week we will probably talk a little bit about that though.
1: Okay. Um, all right. Who,
0: who did you 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 got to give us a top pick? You gave us like three horses. Who, who you betting to win?
1: Well, I probably will go with Fearless, and then I'll I'll have Plainsman second, and Rated R. I'll have him third.
0: All right, that's fair enough. I I, I like Thomas. I got like Fearless, Plainsman,
1: Thomas Shelby, Rated R. That's what I got. Okay. Wait a minute. We got Dennis's deal here.
0: Okay. Okay, here's Dennis' explanation for why he wants to pick Idol. LOL. Well, here is why for Idol. Besides the last race, the horse has done nothing wrong. He can be tactical or close deep if he has to. Okay. Okay. Besides the last race, Idol has done nothing wrong. That is, a fa- I mean, he's hit the board and he hit the board in six straight before
1: that race. Yeah. But he hasn't run. There's got to be a reason. He's got to be, he can't be very sound. No,
0: um, he's had to been hurt often. He, so what happened with him, here's another one that people forget this, might forget what what kind of transpired. So he ran three times at Churchill. He won two of them. So they said, okay, we got a good horse here, right? Yeah. They took him to Santa Anita to run in the San Antonio, and they flew Gabe Saez out to ride him. And he gave him a stupid ride, so they do the same thing again in the San Pasqual. They fly him out there. He rides. He gives him another stupid ride. Sandy so a handicap comes along. They get Joel Rosario. What do they do? They win. Yeah, they win the race. And by the way, Idol was even money and four to one in those two races that Syaz was aboard. It's not like he was a long shot. And they put Rosario on, and he wins. Um, so there it is. Yeah, last time out though, he was he was pretty brutal for sure, but.
1: So I don't don't know, maybe
0: he, maybe you know he upsets the apple a little bit. I just don't. I don't have a lot of confidence in him.
1: So he wins the Santa Anita Handicap in March. Mm-hmm. and doesn't run again until October. Right. So what's the matter with him? Right. Exactly. I mean, come on. Yeah. You had and he re- he had been running well before that, correct? Oh, right. he's been running okay.
0: Yeah, he lost, but he ran. It was competitive races, right?
1: But- and how old is he? He's, he would have been four. Yeah. That's when you run him to make money, isn't it? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'd say he got hurt after the March race. If you ask me.
0: Yeah. Well, he he has, he's now five years old and he has made seven starts. So that's enough to tell you they they're having trouble keeping him healthy. Um,
1: I mean, I mean, he, I, I can't bet him. That's the bottom line. Now he may beat me, but I don't care.
0: Yeah, I just I don't have a lot of confidence in him showing up with a with a real top effort. Um another weird thing, man, he, they just can't keep a rider for the Swurz. Ramon Vasquez gets the ride, which he I'm I like Ramon, but oh, I do he will be the what's he, one, two, three, the uh two the fifth different rider in eight starts for the swords. Yeah,
1: that's that's weird.
0: Hard to believe. Yeah.
1: So Ramon. Leaves Oakland, what last week, and now he's back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so he goes to California. By the way, I think Ramon is going to be one of the top riders in California because Rispoli's leaving, Pratt's leaving. I think it's why. No, I think it's a great decision for Ramon to go out. Yes, and he's a good jockey. Yeah, I think I think he'll ride aggressive, and I think they'll like him out there. And but anyway, yeah, he went out there. Now he's back here. Um, you know, I, I would you know, Baltus may have just you know, said, hey, we got this horse, go ride him.
1: Yeah. And I saying, think Santana will be okay on Superstar.
0: Yeah, I mean he he rides closers fairly well. Yeah, he does.
1: Yeah. If he doesn't get trapped or something, I think he'll and he won't.
0: Yeah.
1: He knows that track. He knows. I, I think Santana will be fine. I I, I mean, I love Cabrera. But I think Santana will be okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rosario on the six, by the way. And Rosario, like you said, had rode the four in the sending the handicap. I don't know if he really even knew Idol was coming or what. Yeah, but I, I doubt it. It is it's something that he's on
1: play I think for. it's funny. He did tell uh, Aspie, he said, I'm not riding Superstock. <laughs>
0: well, no. <laughs> Superstock. This horse... <laughs>
1: Now that will be a shocker if that horse wins. So sometimes the super socket
0: example this is a good lesson for people. Uh, you know John White told me once he said, "Every year there's going to be a Arkansas Derby winner, a, a Preakness winner. you know, these big races, they have to be won by someone every year. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean the horse that wins it is automatically as good as past horses that have won a race like that. So, you look at Superstock, who won the uh, Arkansas Derby at 12 to 1 and a massive upset. And he wasn't really good before, and he's never no. been good after. But you look at how this horse gets bet. Yeah. You know, the Derby, sure, 33 to 1. Goes to Lone Star, he's 3 to 1. Goes to Pre Meadows, he's 2 to 1. Ellis, he's even money. Oklahoma Derby, he's 2 to 1. Yeah, he's 1 to 9. He did win, but he's 1 to 9. Oakland, he's 5 to 2. He gets bad, and he sucks. He's never going to win a race like this.
1: You look at that morning line. He's 10 to 1. He should be 30 to 1. He should be 100. (laughs) He has no shot
0: to win a race. People were saying he was going to beat Olympiad last time out. People are on our live stream going, watch Superstock. He's going to – it's like, guys, let it go. Yeah. He he won an absolutely atrocious version. Stop betting Superstock. Please. Actually, no. Keep betting it because that gives us better prices on the horses that actually can win a race. He's awful. I mean, he was eight to one in the Razorback. Why?
1: No, I don't know. Yeah.
0: He's terrible.
1: I don't know. I don't either. Um, let's do something dumb. Who, who out finishes who? Last samurai or superstar? <laughs> I've always said, Dennis, if we really want to make horse racing really fun, have a last place bet. Yeah, I agree.
0: That would be
1: one. Um, Pick the one if it's going to finish last. Well, last Samurai beat Superstock three races back. Oh, I think Superstock will. I uh, he won't. He may finish last. It's 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 just it, it's like a
0: who's going to care down the lane type. of Yeah, thing.
1: that's true. He may he may he may stick in there for six or seventh.
0: <laughs> I guess. I'll go last samurai. I I don't know. He's, he's cutting back. I don't like either one of them. I don't want to I don't I'll go last samurai to out finish him, but I don't.
1: Oh, I will too. He won a
0: stakes race at Oakland. This yeah, summer. he 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 found a race that he could win, a stakes race he could win. You know why? Because Superstock was a favorite in that race. That's why he won. That's how bad the race was.
1: Right. <laughs> and he was, he was second in the Temperance Hill down there. So he's run decent. Yeah, yeah. He was second to Lone Rock, who
0: who's you know a really nice horse, especially a really? mile and a half. I mean, Lone yeah, Rock's the best he, in the
1: country a mile and a half. Yeah, he's he's another one of those hard working yeah, horses,
0: for sure.
1: Got to love those guys. Um,
0: let's see. Anything else? I think I think
1: we've well the NH, NHL. Right, quick. Um, just a little update. Okay. Not a whole lot of change, but it is really getting getting interesting on who's going to finish where in these playoffs. Yeah, um, go ahead and
0: update us on this I'll yeah. pull it
1: out. Okay, uh, Florida is a cinch to be the number one. I think they've I don't think they've clinched it yet, but they're close to being the number one seed in the east and then Colorado is the number one seed in the West. Let's just go through the divisions. We'll go to the Atlantic first. Uh, Toronto, there, there you go. You got it, well, that makes it easier for me. There you
0: go.
1: Uh, can you click on where it says wild card? Okay, here we go. Yeah,
0: wild card.
1: There you go. Now that shows it real simple. Yeah. All right. So the Atlantic, you got Florida, Toronto, and Tampa that are currently out of the wild card position. Um, uh, but let's see here. I've got to think. Boston is in the same division as Tampa. They're mm-hmm. only one point behind the defending champs. So there's a real battle there to see who's going to finish third. And what that means is uh, that Boston, if they finish in the wild card, will have to play Carolina first in the first round. Yep. If they finish third, they would have to play Toronto mm-hmm. in the first round. And Toronto's playing great but they can't get out of the first round. And a lot of teams are going to bet again, or a lot of people are going to bet against Toronto just because of that. So then in the Metropolitan Division, we have a great race between Carolina and the Rangers Mm -hmm. for first, and that's going to go down to the wire. And then the other interesting thing is in the Metropolitan, Pittsburgh and Washington are tied for that third spot. So the East, the eight teams are in. We know who they're going to be. We just don't know who's going to play who. So then we move down to the West. Move down to the West. Well, I was going to ask you real quick. For
0: okay. Boston, mm-hmm. would you rather get in the bracket with Carolina, New York, and let's just say Pittsburgh, or right. would you rather be in a bracket with Florida, Toronto, T- Tampa, and, well, Florida, Toronto, you and Tampa. I would almost rather finish in the wild card and play Carolina.
1: Definitely. You don't yeah, yeah. I think that division's a little weaker. Yeah. Whatever, I, you, whatever you want to do is stay away from Florida. That's yes. what you don't want to have to play then. Yes. Uh in this in in this um definitely the central's the strongest of the two divisions. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Colorado's a lock. They're, they're one, and they will play whoever finishes second in the wild card.
0: Yeah.
1: It's going to come down to Minnesota and St. Louis for third and second in mm-hmm. the Central. They're both tied right now. Uh, Minnesota's got an edge because I think, yeah, they've played one less game than the Blues. They're probably going to finish second. Um, anyway, it doesn't really matter. They're going to play each other. So yeah. It's just going to be who's going to have home ice. I think that's pretty much a lock. Uh, I think Edmonton's probably going to finish second in the Pacific. Um, and then you've got a battle between the Kings, Nashville, Dallas, Vegas, uh, depending on who's going to get where. Yeah. And, uh, uh probably next. Nash- Go ahead. I would think,
0: I think Vegas is going to miss it. I really do. Uh, I think you're looking Colorado, Dallas, Blues, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Calgary, Nashville, Edmonton, L.A. I think that's what you're going to look at.
1: Here. Yeah. And for those of you that don't quite understand this, and, and I don't know if I can explain it, you'll notice that L.A. has 92 points mm-hmm. and Nashville has 93. OK, they're in different divisions. Yeah. In the top three, no matter what the point totals are in each division, make the playoffs. Does that make sense?
0: Yep. And then the top
1: two uh,
0: teams, no matter what division they're in, after those three are the two wildcard teams. Yes. Yep.
1: So even though Nashville has 93 and L.A. has 92, they aren't the same divisions. Yep. Okay, so L.A. is out of the wildcard spot because they're third in the Pacific Division. Nashville's in the Central Division, and so is Dallas, and they are fourth and fifth. Mm-hmm. In the central, but they're the two highest point totals of the rest of the teams, and therefore they are the wild card teams.
0: Let me look at Vegas's schedule here real quick. and pull it up. Whoops,
1: it's not easy. I've no, seen
0: full we'll schedule here. We go. Because they're they're gonna have to make up three points. Basically, they've got San Jose, and then they finish on the road three games at Dallas, at Chicago, at St. Louis. Okay, so...
1: so you look at those.
0: You circle that Tuesday game on four twenty six against the Stars. That's going to be a monster
1: game. They won a big game last night.
0: Yeah, four three overtime win last
1: night. Yeah, that was huge for them. Uh, they should beat San Jose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then it was uh, the Dallas game will be a monster game. They end the season in St. Louis, and it'll just depend on what the Blues situation is. Yeah. When in there, the Blues may already be locked into a spot and they may rest their players. So,
0: um, take a look at Dallas's schedule. Right. Now tonight, they're in Calgary, and that's a tough game. That's tough. Four home games after that, three mm. of them, well, actually, four of them, you count Vegas with teams that are not in the playoffs.
1: Right. So, let's say they get beat tonight and they sweep the final four. They ended up with 99 points.
0: Yeah, they're in.
1: The best Vegas can do if they win. They have four games left, right? Yep. The best they can do is is 97.
0: So let me look. The other team Vegas can, the Kings. The other team Vegas could catch are the Kings. They only have four games remaining as well. Pretty
1: easy though.
0: Yeah, I think let's see what they've got. They've got Chicago, Anaheim, now Seattle, Vancouver. There. Vegas is done. I
1: think <laughs> they're a big, start, big. Try. You got to think the Kings, who have ninety-two points, are going to win these next three, and they that gets ninety-eight. Yeah. Well, they Vancouver. Yeah, because Vancouver will probably be eliminated uh, by then. They still have a slim chance, uh, but that Vegas win last night really hurt Vancouver. Big time. You yep. know, Vancouver has made a great run to get into the hunt, but they were too far back uh, when they made the run. And then the blues won too. if you'll remember, they won back-to-back games over them Yep, uh, three or four weeks ago. And that killed Vancouver. They killed them. So yep. it's going to be interesting down the stretch to see who makes, but I'm like you, I don't think Vegas is going to get in there. And do you know, I think this is their fourth or fifth year of existence it's the first year they are going to miss the playoffs.
0: Yep. Unbelievable.
1: Most amazing thing ever. Because most expansion teams kick around six, seven years before they ever have a winning record.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Vegas played in the Stanley Cup championship in their first year. Yep. With no end. Yeah. And now they're on
0: the outside looking in. Um, yeah. And it's it's, it's pretty five. amazing.
1: It is. Yeah. In year four or five, they're on the outside looking in. They've made the playoffs. I don't think anybody's ever done that. I don't know if anyone's ever looked that up, but I don't think an expansion team has ever qualified for the playoffs. Their first – is, is this their fourth or fifth year?
0: I think this is year five.
1: Okay. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any expansion team has ever qualified for the playoffs in their first four years of existence. Pretty, Pretty I, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, now I'll take that back. When the league expanded from six teams to twelve, they were in two different divisions. You had the established teams in one division, you had the expansion teams in the other. They qualified then, but but you can't count that. No, that doesn't count. That's not a real expansion. No, and other
0: expansion teams. So that's yeah.
1: when you look at, at that's Seattle, like last samurai beating
0: superstock. It's
1: yeah, big win, but does it really count? No. no. But when you look at uh, like Seattle's an expansion team this year, and Seattle has 58 points right now right which is average i mean which actually is pretty good for an expansion yeah. team. they've been very the only, competitive.
0: let's see the only team they are ahead of is arizona which might as well be expansion team right and they and, got more points in philly and montreal
1: yeah yeah and that's about where expansion teams finish yeah and in yeah. Vegas, in their first year of existence, played for the Stanley Cup championship and almost won it.
0: Yeah, they were. They they could have won it. Yeah, yeah,
1: incredible. Yep, it really was. So, anyway, it's going to be exciting. As, as the season ends a week from tomorrow. The regular yeah. season
0: does. That's right, a week from tomorrow. Cannot wait. It's going to be then fun. the
1: greatest uh, playoff run in sports begins. If you are a hockey fan.
0: Yeah, that's right. I can't wait. Two two months of, of hockey. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll have a lot of content when that comes around. I, it's, it's almost like, come on, we've got to get there. We've got yep. to. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Yeah,
1: it is, and it's awesome. Uh, yep. Talk me out of going to the spring game Saturday. Talk you out of going to the spring game. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a five-hour drive, well, four-and-a-half-hour drive to, to watch a game that doesn't count. I'm
1: That's... not going for the game. I don't. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous.
0: If I lived there, I would go. But
1: Well, Sandy loves Baker. Yeah. I like Baker. I think it's going to be something to see. It's a long ways to go. It's cheap.
0: I don't think you're going to see him, like, very close
1: or anything like that. I anywhere
0: mean, where you want. Yeah, but, like, what do they even do? I don't even, I guess I don't know what they're doing for him.
1: Well, the statue is going to be dedicated. Yes. And then he's going to speak at halftime. This mm-hmm. is all going to be at halftime.
0: Okay. That's gotcha.
1: it. And that's about it. I wouldn't go <laughs> if I were you. <laughs> well, Sandy's kind of wanting to go and well, it's cheap.
0: There's worse things you could do on a Saturday, but
1: yeah, it's all going to depend. I'm waiting on the latest weather update because it's sketchy. It's hmm. going to be very very warm, but rain is in could could rain on that parade.
0: Yeah, well, if it rains, you definitely don't want Well,
1: no, you don't. No. But you gotta commit to the tickets, see?
0: Yeah. Like they sometimes they cancel. You know, they canceled canceled pretty... I like the Arkansas game that canceled it because is. of bad weather. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, if you want to do it, do it. If you think it's gonna be fun, go. I never go been to one. Them. I haven't either. No. So
1: yeah. all the old players are gonna be there, A bunch of them. See if like you could sit in
0: a section with all the uh, old players that would be kind of cool <laughs> but just to see him out on the field I wouldn't care
1: <laughs> no, no oh, well, so they
0: so they played that inside i, I was with arkansas fans huh? last week i didn't and they said it got canceled so they played it indoors really i did not know that that kind of that's weird
1: where would they in an indoor facility with no fans i guess i don't know I mean, I know they have a really nice indoor facility, but as OU does, but I don't think there's any stands in there. any No.
0: no. Uh, for some reason, I thought Papa Dude was going to Garth.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> if Garth Brooks was standing out here in the middle of the street in a concert, I would leave. <laughs> Not a Garth Brooks fan at all. Never was, and he's from Oklahoma State. So,
0: yeah, that's true too. I didn't. I didn't
1: really. like him before I found that out.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about
1: that. Yeah, no, I'm not a Garth Brooks fan. Never was. No. Now his wife, Tricia Yearwood, I yeah. like, I don't. I don't have an opinion on either one of them. I don't. You never <laughs> did like Barf. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> right. Russ, do you like him?
0: <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't go to a Garth Brooks. Where, where's he supposed to be? <laughs> where's he at? Yeah, where's he going to be, Russ? I didn't even know he performed anymore. Um, I wouldn't go if it. I mean, if he came to Joplin, I wouldn't go. No, no,
1: not a chance. No, I
0: wouldn't trissa yearwood or whatever i wouldn't go either
1: no i i wouldn't pay money but i've i I wouldn't go
0: if they gave me a ticket no i don't have any interest in that (laughs) oh he's gonna be at fayetteville oh Oh. okay that's pretty cool that's a big draw Hmm.
1: yeah well, I'm not
0: going, Russ. I don't see you there. I don't think Papa Dude's going either.
1: No, it, but it won't be long till Garth will be playing casinos with all the other washed up. I don't know if
0: he'll – will he get to that level?
1: He did. Uh, Dennis wants to know who we're talking about. Garth Brooks,
0: Dennis. Garth Brooks. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. I never thought Reba McIntyre would be playing casinos, but she is. Yeah and i would think reba could still draw a crowd uh it's talk of the town russ says so no he's still a big deal i guess i don't doubt that i mean yeah i don't doubt that yeah i don't know i I will be in arkansas tomorrow
0: but not not uh, saturday
1: hey you better leave a little bit early because the traffic's level to be bad Filing in for that thing on Sat. I'm assuming it's Saturday.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're showing up early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're having Garth Brooks tailgate parties.
0: Have you ever been to the Arkansas uh Northwest Regional Airport or whatever it is? Now?
1: Uh yes, I have. It's not bad. Really it? Nothing. Huh? It's out in the middle of nowhere. No, it's not, but it's pretty nice. When you, yeah, well, I like
0: it. But when you're coming from Joplin, you're like, where, where? Are we sure we're going to an airport? And all of a sudden, there it is. Yeah, the yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, it is way out there.
0: 100,000 people, Russ says, going to go watch Garth.
1: Really? 100,000. Okay, I think seat's 75, I think. So they got 25,000 on the field, I guess. Yeah, Russ, are you telling us lies? How
0: are you going to put 20, an extra 25,000 people in that place? Yeah. Wow.
1: Hundred thousand.
0: I can't I I don't even want to think about trying to even get there with a hundred thousand people.
1: I do think this shows a little bit about the intelligence of Arkansas people. I mean this <laughs> He's not really relevant anymore. When's
0: the last time this guy's put out an album and he can draw 100,000 people? I mean, that's
1: but I read somewhere this is the end of his stadium tours. He's not doing stadium tours anymore. I did see that. Even
0: the they all say that, and then the next year they just do
1: another. I know.
0: Like my friend went and saw George Strait. He's like, this is it. We have to go. I know. Next year he's at the same venue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, he he oh, he oh did it last week? What do you mean?
0: Wait, let me check. Did it last week?
1: Oh, they've already had it.
0: No, maybe he met. No, Baton Rouge next Saturday.
1: Baton Rouge wow. next Saturday.
0: Wow. He already yeah. played at the Win, 2010 ten, six six. I don't. Sixty six million.
1: I don't. I don't know. Red box. <laughs> I'm really. I'm really. Oh, familiar. he was at Nashville.
0: I'm so. Is he at Fayetteville this weekend? Yeah, that's what he said up here. Okay. And then he's at Nashville. Or I'm sorry, he's at Baton Rouge next Saturday.
1: Yeah, and Fayetteville this Saturday.
0: And then Nashville
1: the next Saturday? I guess. No. No, he, he was at Nashville this week or last week. And now he's at Fayetteville this week and Baton Rouge next week. Oh, okay. That's the way I read it. Wow. 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 Well, there you go, Garth. Oh. Here's your
0: Garth Brooks. Uh, here's your Garth Brooks uh, update.
1: Garth Brooks hadn't had it. He hasn't had a hit this decade, I don't think. No. No. Okay. Here we go.
0: Now we get some clarification.
1: Yeah.
0: Nashville last weekend. Fayetteville yep. this weekend. Baton Rouge next Saturday. All football stadiums. Wow.
1: Thirty shows.
0: Brad Fox says he did 30 shows.
1: Okay. I know Uh, one song. I know know one song.
0: (laughs) Russ, (laughs) come on. You know more than one.
1: I can think of two.
0: I can think of more than
1: two. I probably could if I really thought. Now, if George Crooked was playing uh, (laughs) in Joplin. I would go. Yeah, I think I would too. I would go. Well, if I lived in Joplin, I don't think I'd drive. <laughs> I like him better. I like him a lot better. He yeah. just gets up there and sings. Yeah. Yeah. Garth's well, Russ is going. It's against
0: his will. He does not want to go, but yeah. he's going. I heard Garth has a ton of fans in Canada. I don't know what that means. Is that something
1: funny? Well, I don't think so.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs>
1: I don't know. He I'm sure it's something funny, but I don't I don't I don't know. Yeah. Who's do uh who's going to be with him, Russ?
0: Well, that's yeah, that's important.
1: He can't be there by himself. All know.
0: right. <laughs> I think Russ is making the whole thing up. Uh, <laughs> let's see who's going to No, he's not. Let's see. No,
1: he wouldn't be making that up.
0: Uh who let's see who is with For the openers.
1: Is Trisha gonna? Oh, just oh, Trish is there too. Trisha will open. She'll oh. be signing her cookbooks out in the parking lot uh, while Garth is singing.
0: Up to eighty thousand people expected in Fayetteville for Garth Brooks concerts. What to know ahead? There's all this is yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah, you bet it is. Uh, a really No, this says no opening act.
1: No what? opening act.
0: I don't think Russ really knows what he's getting himself into.
1: If I didn't like Garth Brooks, there's no way I would fight that. Tickets are sold out.
0: Um, the concert will last two and a half hours. See, I'm I, listen. Just keep listening. I, I've, I've done. Let's see.
1: <laughs> two. Uh, and hours. there's no opening act. No opening act. What time does it start?
0: Uh, the concert at, will start at seven thirty. Seven thirty. Be advised: the show will start on time, and there will be no opening act. To handle the extra demand, the fair. No, this is the fair. Okay, never mind. This is the mid-state fair show that he did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. (laughs)
0: Let's see. He'll be
1: with him, probably not opening.
0: Okay, hold on. Uh it so brings parking them. pass before 5 p.m. on Wednesday, April 13. You'll parking pass be mailed to the address now. I don't know. <laughs> um will alcohol be served at the stadium? Yes, along with a variety of food concessions. There we go. Uh can use the cash in. Huh.
1: Anyway. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, hmm. will there be a question and answer series on how Garth cheated on his wife with Trisha. Dennis says, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Dennis says he's going to a concert the week
0: before the Derby. I'm sure don't you want to hear that. I, I, do I, tell, I, tell you, us who. You can tell us. <laughs> you guard. may or may not care, but you can tell us.
1: Tell us, Dennis. Who are you going to go see? we probably never heard of him.
0: I still don't. Ugh, this guy's an idiot, Like. Just a picture of it makes me want to not go to this.
1: (laughs) I feel sorry for Russ. He's such a just a
0: you know? That's how
1: I describe
0: Garth Brooks. He just kinda
1: I've I've always always thought thought Brooks was a very good actor and wasn't really a cowboy. I agree.
0: Yeah.
1: It's kinda like Luke Bryan is not really a country singer.
0: Yeah. If uh if I decided to be a cowboy, that's I would be like Garth Brooks.
1: <laughs> I think Garth Brooks says, hey, I'm from Oklahoma. I'm a cowboy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But, that's I, mean, it. I, don't, I don't hate him. I just never did like, like him that well. Dennis is going to watch some small
0: band. We've never heard of him.
1: I'm sure that was true. That don't
0: matter. What Everybody about Kenny knows.
1: Chesney? you like Kenny Chesney?
0: Everyone's important, Dennis. What was your yes, question?
1: You're like Kenny Chesney.
0: Yeah.
1: I do too, but I don't like to watch him. <laughs> I don't. Well, I like his music. It, you know, the songs come on the radio. I really like him, but I don't like to watch him jiggle around and take his <laughs> ass and all that stuff. I don't. Okay. I don't.
0: We've, we've officially jumped the shark on this show. But
1: I do like him. I like him a
0: lot. Okay. We're going to get out of here. Why? Because I do have another show. We're going to do... Uh, okay, so here's what happened. I knew there was a reason. Magic Mike did their show yesterday. I don't I don't okay. know. Who All knows? Right. Who knows? Um, so anyway, that means Blinkers Off taking over the Magic Mike spot. And that Ooh. is 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central today. Blinkers Off, 4 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock Eastern. Coming up today... Open forum, Kentucky Derby. That's right. All you maniacs in the chat, show up to that and ask us whatever you want about the Derby. We're going to answer it. Okay. Everything. Uh, Conversely, Papa Dude, I like to watch Carrie Underwood, but don't like her music.
1: That's a good point. I would agree with that also. I do not like her music. Yeah. Uh, Dennis says
0: it's the most bizarre rabbit hole. No, it's not. Dennis, you were at the bar and you didn't hear last week.
1: That's right. We this went is down cool. the rabbit
0: hole of fast food. And then all ice cream men and it was it was a thing. A lot happened.
1: Add, Our, Tim, add Tim McGraw to the list. I love his music, but I can't stand to watch him.
0: I agree. Yeah. yeah. I like Tim McGraw like Yeah. Him. Magic actually Magic actually likes to watch Tim McGraw too. It's weird. So that... <laughs> Magic Carrots is late. Oh, Magic Carrots. You've missed so much. <laughs> you missed so much. Go watch Dynamite, Magic Carrots, and then come back at 4 o'clock Central Time. Jared and I will be here. We're doing blinkers off, and we can talk about that. So. <laughs> All right. We're going to get out. Um, listen, what does Magic usually say? Yes, Magic says Dynamite is great. Like, subscribe, comment, hit the notifications button, or be cursed. All that kind of stuff. And... Uh, We'll see you at 4 o'clock Central Time. Blinkers off. Make sure to come back. Have a good weekend, everyone.
1: See ya. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for
0: all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for betters of all skill levels, Never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.